This is a presentation of Blue by 90. Find us on Twitter at Blue by 90 and shop the merchandise at Blue by 90 shop.com. This is the University of All right, welcome back to Blue by 90. I'm Justin, joined by Jack and Kalen as always. It is September 25th, Sunday, after the Michigan versus Maryland game. And underwhelming, I think, is a is a good way to put it right away. Um, I think we all expected Michigan to, you know, continue on in dominant fashion a little bit, at least. Um, we knew this would be a test, but I don't know. What was your guys' like? Instant quick reactions to, uh, to how Michigan played yesterday. Um, instant quick reaction. They won. 4-0. Win is good. Undefeated in conference play. Blake Corum had an awesome game. Um, Some people can't say that they're undefeated in conference play. That's true. Maryland <laughs> is, one of those, is one of those teams. Michigan State, also one of those teams. Also one of those teams. Jesus yeah, Christ. That's who I, that's At, who I was referring uh, to. Yeah, they. Uh, uh, I don't even know what to say about that. That was so bad. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll talk a lot about it because I. I but yeah, I I I can't wait. I'm excited for it. Um, but I I mean I thought I mean yeah it was a close game, but Maryland was undefeated coming in. I mean they had a pretty good offense. Um, JJ yeah underwhelming, still played well. Two twenty two TDs like, I think his uh, completion percentage is pretty solid. I know a lot of people like that's just the nature of our fan base to find the negative and harp on it but hey man they won beat undefeated team in the big 10 where I'm, I'm i'm cool i'm cool i'm thriving over here victory sunday all right we were talking a little bit before we started recording and row i thought you put it very well you said it was one of those games you were just kind of waiting for michigan to pull away and they just never quite did so it made it a little bit more exciting than it probably should have been at the end right there. Um, it was i mean it was a. Uh, I think compared to the last few weeks, it wasn't as hard to let me hard to word this. I'm not going to say not as entertaining, but because it was closer, I was more drawn into the game. Yeah. Not a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, we would, I would have been like probably annoyed if we beat them, annoyed in a good way. But if it was like 41 to 14 or something, I would have been like, all right, Jesus, like, can we get something? But I mean, I, I also, I don't know. I just, this was, we, we said it was the first real test, right? And like, and I was, I wouldn't say they passed with like flying colors. Hey, seeds get degrees, baby. Yeah. <laughs> seeds don't win championships. That's the issue. Yeah, don't um, need that right now. Let, let's talk about positives first. All right. Positives. All right. Go for the positives. I mean, positives, obviously, Jack, you said it, Blake Corum, right? I mean, Holy shit, like 250 yards almost, right? Like dog. That, dog. 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 <laughs> so and coverage? I thought coverage was very good. Hmm? They, they, well, they had two picks, right? Mikey yeah. might be the best DB in the country. He's incredible. And Gmon Green. I think he had like three pass deflections or something. Like DJ Turner with a pick. DJ like, Turner had a pick. Love he killed it. a turtle. Also. That was he fun. did kill a turtle. <laughs> that is an incredible clip. 
that 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 man's knees buckled. <laughs> yeah, he's down for the count. Him and Brutus got taken out yesterday. I All did see guys. Brutus get dominated by a, a like soccer one of those balls. The that ball. was incredible. Uh, I will say I have to, like I don't want to give Brutus credit. I give Brutus credit. He like flipped over backwards and then stood right up. It was actually pretty impressive. It was, it was kind of smooth. It was kind of smooth. He's used yeah. to it. Yeah. But the fact that his like hat, his little hat on his head, like spun around and came off a little bit, <laughs> was pretty awesome. That was uh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, thank God for Blake Corum, honestly, and and like especially with Donovan Edwards out. I mean, thirty touches, and just it was especially in the second half. There were drives where we like ran it nine plays in a row. Um, and Blake Corum just put the team on his back when, when things weren't like always clicking well, otherwise, especially in the past game, um, it was really, really nice to be able to just feed Blake Corum and my gut, this happened a lot last year with Haskins and Corum too. It was like, you know, when things don't go wrong, you just give it to that guy and we're good. And so, um, if we can have that in 2022 again, where we can just like, when things aren't going swimmingly, we just run the damn ball. I'm good with that. Yeah, agreed. And then you got, you know, I mean, JJ is still young. He's still learning. <clears throat> you know, I mean, gives him a little more time to get uh, more comfortable in there. Not that he's not already, but, you know, just gives him more experience under his belt. Yeah. Again, by the way, um, you're Jay, probably going to you... the same thing I'm going to say. So go ahead. No, I was going to say you cleared your throat there, but which is fine. Um, my mom said that you can't burp anymore on the podcast because it grosses her out. Mm, fair enough. Yeah. Sorry, Sue. Just, just a little aside. <laughs> I know. It's. I mean, what Sue says goes too. So like, that's true. She is yeah. the. Uh, if it was coming from me, company. like, yeah, you, it wouldn't be, matter. But coming from mom. Oh, if it was coming from you, I'd probably do it more often. Yeah, I agree. But Sue, um, okay, deal. Sorry, Kalen. What were you gonna say? Oh, I thought that uh, Blake's performance actually. I think he said it in his post game that it like actually meant a little bit more, right? Because he's like from that Maryland, Baltimore mm-hmm. area. Oh yeah, DMV like guy from Virginia. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, I mean that's even better for him, right? Running over his old home stomping ground a little bit. So yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah, I agree, and I think that like so let's talk about JJ a little bit because I I think there are a lot of people that are freaking out about JJ because. But last week, I believe we said, like, we said, like, he's not going to complete 80% of his passes for the year, right? No. Like, you know, we went against the thir- three, you know, worst teams in the in the country. Um, so things are – there was going to be a learning period there, a little bit of an adjustment period to um, how fast Big Ten players are, right? And even though Maryland's defense isn't a top defense, like, there's going to be an adjustment period there. So, um you know, I thought there were times where he did make just poor decisions and bad throws for sure. Um, but there were also times where, like, the throw, like the deep balls, I'm not that worried about the deep balls. He was a couple feet off, right? And, like, you know, I, I just think that those throws will be made and you're not going to go 100% on those throws. So I love that they still took five, six deep shots. Um, and they're con- going to continue to do that, like, you know, if if defenses have to um, have to defend that, then that's what opens up that running game for Blake Corum and like an RPO and stuff too. 
Man, what I felt bad about um, against uh, – sorry, I'm trying to pull up Andrew Anthony's stats for this year. Yeah. Um, I mean, he didn't have uh, – He had one he catch. He had one catch yesterday. None against Hawaii, none against UConn, one against Colorado State. He's only got two receptions this year. And there was a couple – I think there were a couple balls where J.J. was trying to get it to him, one of them being that deep ball that I think he missed by a couple feet. It's feel bad for Andrew Anthony, man. And the, uh, the ball, the um, the like reverse uh, pass mm-hmm. that was supposed to be a pass from Ronnie that was supposed to go to Andrew, but he couldn't get he couldn't shed the block. Mm. Um, what and a then weird it, play once call he, too. It was a weird play call, but once he did shed the block, it was way too late. He shed the block and he was wide open. Oh, I bet, um, yeah. But Ronnie just didn't have enough time. That's you know, it's obviously got to like happen right away. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, listen, Schoonmaker though seven catches. I you know without Eric Hall, uh, in the game, like that's huge for us to have Schoonmaker and our boy Max Bredesen. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I love Bredesen getting two catches. There were multiple times that Bredesen had huge blocks as yeah. well. I was um, watching dudes. A uh, little bit of dudes recap. Yeah, coming across, and then Joel. Joel Huntingford, dude, just best blocking tight end in the country. Yeah, dominating. Um, Harbaugh said something about Joel the other day too that like he was just murdering people. So um, it, it's good to see our boys getting recognized for that for sure. Oh yeah, we love the tight end room. Oh yeah, Jay Booty, Jake Butt too loves it. He's just like every time, uh, every time we would bring up uh, tight ends with him, you, he his, his the twinkle came in his up. eye. Yeah. yeah. Uh, love it. Um, I, you know, I do want to say like, we have to acknowledge that JJ, like Kalen, we were talking about it before we jumped on the things that he can't do are the, the 10 way scramble that puts you, you know, 30 yards behind the ball. And then you chuck it like half fumble it. Like those are things that you can't do. You, I don't care if you're young or not. I'm sorry. Like you're the, you're the quarterback now. And that's kind of like unacceptable in my in my opinion. This might this might be a bad take, but um, that's also like you know you can't have your cake and eat it too. Is that is that a good analogy for it? I mean, yeah. that's what we wanted. We wanted a guy that could be a playmaker, and then you know that's the way he played. I don't think I mean, that's a bad come take. With it. But I think that you have to like if you want to be an elite elite quarterback, like. You have to be able to make those plays, but know when to stop as well and just like throw the ball away. Yeah, that scramble, like water into wine ability, it, it really is kind of an art form, right? And I think JJ, as he gets experience, he'll kind of perfect that art form, right? Like it's okay to scramble like that, but like do it forward, not backward. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think um, it's all, it's like huge, like it's very, I mean, I think when he's scrambling and do that, he doesn't he doesn't necessarily know exactly what's about to happen. He's just trying to make a play. So I think like it's it's hard to judge that. Yeah. Like, oh, should I do this? Should I not? I think that just kind of comes with that happening. You yeah. know, maybe maybe there's a different way. Like maybe if you don't want him scrambling like that at all, like I don't know. Do you want him to just take a sack? Like I, I don't know. I don't know. If he no, if he can get if he can get rid of the ball, ball, you know, then that's always like the best option. Yeah. But you know, in that scenario, it's just tough. I think he's such a playmaker and wants to be a creative guy and extend plays. Like, we're just going to see that throughout the year. 
yeah. yeah, it's hard to just outright like, you know, say like, oh, that's the wrong move because what if he escapes and makes a big play? Then exactly, that's what I'm saying. Then we're all praising him for sure. Oh yeah. Um, the one thing though, I will say that I loved about when he scrambled yesterday, he kept his eyes downfield at all times. He Always. was looking for you know something to come open, and a lot of times it just didn't happen. But I do think he's done very well at like when he moves around in the pocket and when he's scrambling, even when he's in trouble, he's looking downfield. So um, I love that. It's not like a point guard that's just like dribbling, dribbling, dribbling everywhere, you know, like right. um, he, he's trying to make a play. I just think that he'll learn like when to more, the more he plays, he'll learn when to do that, when to not do that. But Kalen and I were talking about it before too. It was like, you know, what I worry about is, all right, 10 really, really bad things almost happened on that one play. Like, he almost fumbled. He got drilled. His leg kind of, you know, curled on, under him. Like, we, we we can't afford to lose J.J. McCarthy right now, right? And so that's where I'm like, hey, you know, I love that you want to make a play there, but, like, we need you in the ball game. So scramble one way. You know, take the see if somebody can get to the sideline or throw the ball away and let's live to play another down here. You don't have to, you know, have a Hail Mary Johnny Manziel on every play. Yeah, I would love to see sure. his ability to like scramble, but like maybe be a little bit smarter about it in terms of like it's okay to pick up nine yards and run out of bounds right it's okay to get the first down and slide. doesn't have to be a touchdown right yeah you yeah. don't have to do a spin move and hit stick somebody every play <laughs> yeah unless one thing about that is if he does make a play like that where he's like running around and like zigzagging around I can bet your ass we're gonna put that play i like we're gonna get a graphic of it put it on a shirt and like <laughs> sell the shit out of it probably <laughs> um yeah, I mean the the one two that that kills me is his fumble. Like he's in the middle of a hundred people. Like again, only bad things can happen there. Just go down. Just some like slide. Do whatever. I know it wasn't. It was like a weird play where it's not like he had like open room to to just slide. But I don't know. To me, those extra three yards do not matter. But you. You know, having both of your ACLs intact matters a lot. And us having the football matters a lot. So um, I think that there's just there's just learning curves. And, and that's where we do miss Cade in that sense because he will Cade will never have a negative play ever, right? He won't make the unbelievable play, but he's not going to, like, scramble and make, you know, turn t- something into a negative play. I mean, he also, like, in every – seemed like every draft that he came in, he got sacked, and that's technically a negative play. So, I don't – Yeah, they, I don't think those were – I think those were more on the offensive line. That I mean, it wasn't like he was sitting back there for 10 seconds. Yeah, well, it is rare to see, like, a Cade play where he would feel the pressure and, like, just take off running, which I always thought he should do more of, to be honest. Even, Even if, if it's, like, was... right up the middle, right? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, um, can we talk about Don Thomas for a second? <laughs> Don, do we have I to? love you, man. I respect it. Like, I don't respect it actually. I love. I, 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 I'm like my my words are just like 
tied up into a knot because I'm so frustrated with the tweet you put out yesterday. I mean, what what, what was that? It's like just opportunity to take a shot at like JJ not being a quarterback. Yeah, I totally it. You didn't see it? Right. Look, at, he tweeted something. Let me try and pull it up on here. Is it the uh, I tried to tell you all about JJ? Yeah, I'm like. I tried to tell you all about JJ, not because I was hating on him, but because I was telling you the truth. He has all the talent in the world, but he needs time and development, and he's getting a crash course right now. Have patience with him. I love how he ends it with have patience with him. I don't, <laughs> like think, the- he's, I don't think – see, here's the thing. I said this in our group chat. I don't think he's wrong, but it's what he's said for the past year to try and, like, kind of bash on him that makes it – it's the way he says it. Right. You know, Um yeah, we we do need to have patience for JJ, I think. And there's going to be times where you're like, man, he is still very young. Um, but it, it's a it, to me, I agree with you. Like it's a I told you so type of right. tweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like, yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry, dude. You need to drop it. It's not a good look for you. <laughs> well, it's. I mean, it it would be a happy age, and he's like fucking. I don't know. It would be wow, welcome. It would be welcomed if it was, um, if he was like throwing out a bunch of positive JJ tweets, and that was right. like one negative one. Then it would be welcomed. Yeah, but but no, he's trying to do the literally. I told you so. Like he literally said it. It was the one tweet I saw. I mean, I'm sure he had a couple more. I wasn't like looking at his page all the time, but that's that's where I think it frustrates me. Where it's like. Um, people that will just like not praise a kid, but then shit on him the the first opportunity. Right. Um, that's where it gets frustrating. Yeah. I mean, Try to get that off. Kind of got his, his narrative a little bit. Right. Sounds yeah. Like, yeah. Um, let's talk about the pass rush. We worried. Mm. Honestly, I don't remember much from the pass rush. So that's the issue. I think. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't see. I mean, it's hard to say because last year we watched two greats, right? Yeah. But I mean, I didn't see pressure on Tagovailoa, like, I would say 90% of the game. And yeah. he's also a crafty quarterback. Like, he moves around a little bit, he's mobile. I mean, I think that when we did get to him, he definitely like moved around and got out of it um, because mm-hmm. he's good at that. But there were just times I thought it was like essentially when Chris Jenkins and Mozzie Smith were out of the game, there was zero pressure on the quarterback. Um, and so that's where I was like, all right, well, this is not great because we can't on the defensive line like you don't just – you rotate guys, right? You can't have two guys play an entire drive. So, um, I just don't think we have that much depth there. And that's that's really, like, nothing against Mason Graham, but that's why you're seeing a freshman get a lot of play there is because we don't have a bunch – uh, you know, a ton of depth. So, um, to be honest, we could probably really use Chris Hinton right now. <laughs> uh, oh, for sure. It should have been – you know, it's a shoulda, coulda, woulda situation for him. Um, but I think that we definitely could have used him and I don't know, man. I just, I, I think that there were times, uh, yesterday where like you needed to get to the quarterback or at least put some pressure on him. And then that changes how the drive goes. Or if he doesn't slip out of a, out of a tackle by Iabioki and like, 
Instead, they get a first down out of it, right? And um, I don't know. That just worries me, I think. That would be a concern I would have going forward. Something to keep an eye on. Yeah, I thought late in the game, like, Mozzie Smith started to, like, uh, become a more impactful player, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, later in the game, you started to see him get some penetration, get some sacks, especially key plays, right? But then, like, some of the guys on the edge, the more I was watching, and, again, I'm just watching on TV, Yeah, I didn't see, like, swim moves or spins or anything like that. It, it was just kind of, like, they only had one move from what I could see. Yeah, I, I felt the same way. There were a lot of times where it, it felt like guys would just stand up and stalemate. And just mm-hmm. like kind of, they're not trying to get a push, not trying to get past the guy. And, you know, I get that. I've, I've seen that happen a lot. Like throughout a game, you get tired and like, quote unquote, not, I'm not going to say people are taking the play off, but I think people will like, you know, you just kind of like, you can't go balls to the wall every single play for 10 plays in a row, you know. But to be honest, that's what we got out of Aiden Hutchinson. He was psychotic and would just like pin his ears back every single play. And that's what made him great. And so I've yet to see that really from anybody on this defensive line where they're just like, I am going to go as hard as I can here and dominate you um, and utilize speed. I think that's what we're missing where like Aiden was so strong, but also had unreal speed to get past guys. Um, I just don't think we kind of – we just – we haven't seen that yet from this team. Yeah, I want to see more of that Yabi Oki guy. I just thought he – got to the quarterback when he was in. He didn't play a lot, but when he was in, you were like, oh, he's making a play. So I'm kind of like, like, shouldn't you have him in more often then at that point? Like, yeah. That's what uh, Patty and Kat were saying when I was watching the game with him. And I was like, well, I mean, he's only been on the team for five weeks. That's probably why. Yeah, but like we need playmakers, man. Get whoever's making plays, get them in there. I I don't care who when they got here and all that stuff. It's a it's a cutthroat game, you know. Um, I don't know. I I think that um, I I think that Jalen Harrell too. I like him a lot, um, but I just don't think that he's quite too. You know, he he's not quite the the big giant uh, edge guy. Right, he's he's a bit smaller. Um, I don't know. He's we'll, almost we'll built kind of like a linebacker, like between yeah. a linebacker and a D end. I agree. Now, do I you agree. think they were trying to like uh, play more containment on Tulia, and like not, you know? I can see that for right. sure. It was like, don't let we don't need to get him, you know, five sacks this game. We just don't we just don't want him leaking out for and running for a hundred yards. That's what my positive vibes only take. That's why. I, there wasn't a bunch of sacks. They're playing contained. That's that's what I'm gonna that's what I'm gonna ride. All part of the plan. Yeah. Yep. All part I like of the plan. it. Thank you, Kalen, for the assist back. Assist. He said the whole thing. You just stole it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is not an assist. You had nothing to do. That was like that was like saying like Kalen dribbled all the way up the court coast. I stole it from him, and, and then dunked, I scored. And you were on the sideline cheering, and you're just like, "Thanks for the assist, Kalen." <laughs> I took a half court shot. Jack turned it into alley oop. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there we <laughs> go. My man. Um, let's talk about MSU. Talk, talk. I'll be um, honest. I didn't watch a damn 
thing from that oh game. Oh my god, it was hilarious. But they at didn't score own. until the fourth quarter, right? It was like the last drive at home. At home, just dominated, absolutely dominated. And I do think let's give it to PJ Fleck. I think Minnesota is very good. But yeah, like, I think they're really good. I don't know how they were. Are they they were unranked in that game, right? Uh, I think are so. they unranked? Minnesota. Still? I mean, they're, they'll surely be ranked now, but oh yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, still I think they were. Morgan and Ibrahim. but they had a bunch of guys like PFF super highly rated. Yeah, to back the narrative of Minnesota being good. I I think Minnesota's good, but I I mean, not thirty four to nothing on the road. No, MSU's no, good. No, MSU's and, really bad. Yeah, I listen. I don't want to talk too much shit. Already, because no, because we, we know what can happen. Listen, yeah. we we've been here before, but like we need to win that game by fucking forty points. I, I am, love to see it. I at home, I I need an absolute stopping and no mercy, and just continue to score forever and ever and ever. I just need to see a victory. Would love to see a by at least two touchdowns would be great, but yeah. victory, I'd be super okay. pleased. Hey. Uh, also, again, not talking shit, but Brady Hoke through thirty whatever games, <laughs> saw that nineteen and fifteen, or, and yeah. then Mel Tucker through the same fifteen and nineteen. I don't. I'm just. I'm just spitting facts. These are, I see the facts. I'm it, yeah. You know, I'm just telling you the facts. You guys take it how you want. Yeah. Um, not coming, also, man. also very good at clapping while down three scores. So. <laughs> You know, gotta um, keep the team morale high, man. Yeah, for sure. He's for a positive sure. vibes only type of guy. Yeah, uh, he is. You guys would probably get along. <laughs> Great friends. Um. Also, what else was I gonna say? Um. He's he has admitted Mel Tucker that he's a horseshit football coach. So that's true. You know, they only so. have thirty eight rushing yards. I didn't watch much of it either because we like went to the the bar and got food and stuff after and like how I don't know I mean <laughs> I this okay I will say this was my concern going into the year for MSU if I was an MSU fan is that Jalen Berger is not your pounded running back uh, and like he's he's built like a wide receiver so. But I don't think he has the moves like Kenneth Walker did. I did love seeing all the tweets yesterday that uh, Tuck owes like half of his uh, signing bonus or, or Kenneth Walker pay to Kenneth Walker. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I've said it before too. Listen, once you get paid ten million dollars a year, you cannot afford to do this. Like. No. D'Antonio, you know, flew under the radar a lot in those down years because he was still, like, not paid that well. But as soon as you get that big paycheck, the eyes are on you. Everyone's talking about it. Uh, I think it was U of M versus everyone tweeted that, like, he made $750,000 yesterday for that (laughs) game. I I guarantee I could have done a better job. You couldn't have done worse. Couldn't have done worse. <laughs> oh man, um, yeah. Some more I, I around that. the league kind of stuff. I mean, I I just anticipate like, especially MSU people going like, oh well, you had a close game to Maryland, blah 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 blah, right? 
but just yeah, looking around the league, like Georgia, thirty-nine, Kent State, twenty-two. That's that's not blowing them away. Wow, Penn State was like tied or or losing at halftime to Central after dominating Auburn last week. So I'm very confused about Penn State. Um, I I will say, fuck Ohio State. They looked like absolutely dominant against Wisconsin at home. Um, yeah, the black unis are sweet. The black unis are cool. Um, but yeah, they looked very very good. I don't. Wisconsin was supposed to be one of the top teams um, in the West. I mean, I think the West just sucks. Balls, yeah. but other than Minnesota, maybe. Yeah. Once they have a once they have a true test, we'll know what about Minnesota. Yeah. Pretty much cupcakes so far. Josh Gaddis at Miami too. Ooh, let's so talk fun. about Gaddis. <laughs> what's his uh what's the Miami offense looking like this year? Points per they're, game. What do we got? They're three. All right, I have to go pee. I'm gonna be back in two seconds. All right, good luck. Miami offense. Yards Over under ten points a game. Six. Oh man. I mean, they lost to Middle Tennessee. Like, that's tough. Now I don't know what happened because they have two quarterbacks on here, so I don't know. If, like, some uh, got hurt and it like really took the wind out. But mm. what do we got? Points per game. Let me see. Miami football. Thirty-four. Hmm. But I think they went nuts their first game. Yeah. Who did they play? Their first game they played. Oh my gosh, Bethune Cookman. Oh, random school, yeah, seventy to thirteen. That'll help your points per game. Yep. Then they played Southern Mississippi, won thirty to seven, and then they lost to Texas A and M, seventeen nine, and then they lost yesterday, forty five thirty one. Okay. Wait, who did they play yesterday? Middle Tennessee State. Oh shit! I didn't know that. I thought that they were playing a conference game. Um. Yeah, I I saw some tweets from Miami fans that are like, oh, yeah, you were the keys to the Michigan offense for sure. You were also <laughs> the keys to the Bama offense before that too, like blah, blah, blah. Like there's there are, two, them. there are two people on potential fraud alert right now, and it's it's Mel Tucker and Josh Gaddis. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. So we shall see. We shall see. What else we got? Um, Notre Dame beat North Carolina. That was actually Notre Dame won. Yeah, that was a big win for them after yeah, struggling early. Because um, North Carolina was undefeated, I believe. Yeah, they were. Um, yeah, that was that was a big win. Um, let's see. Did you Kansas see the ending to the Florida tennis? Oh, oh yes. Wait, what was that? Who did Oklahoma lose to? Kansas State, Adrian Martinez. Best thing he could ever have done was transfer out of Nebraska. Yeah, 
Think about how okay, let's talk about Scott Frost for a second now. Because Adrian Martinez is balling out in the Big 12. And I how did he not win games with him? We gotta be that they, bad of a coach. They also lost Nebraska lost to Northwestern, who also lost yesterday. And it looks like probably one of the worst te- teams in the Big Ten. I just don't understand. It's just tough. Um, yeah, sorry to big game to uh big game booner boomer uh for his Sooners. So, <laughs> you know, he tweeted that he was locked in, his team wasn't. No. Um, he felt the need to to uh talk about Michigan student section again. So, help make himself feel a little bit better, yeah, for sure. Deflecting, deflecting a little bit. I hope he did feel better. Uh, but in reality, I hope he felt terrible, yeah. <laughs> Uh, Clemson Wake Forest was an unbelievable game. Fun game. We were Take watching that, that after um, double, double overtime, OT, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Wake Forest is the real deal. I think they're very good. Demon Deacons, baby, got Sam Hartman. Also, think about Kenneth Walker at Wake Forest last year. Like they would have been legit. Probably, yeah. I know they were legit anyway, but they would have been like serious, like top ten. Um, let's see. How about US. Kent State putting up 22 on Georgia? That's like the most points anybody scored outside of Alabama on Georgia in the last two years. Yeah. What? What? When did they score? It Is was, it all like garbage time? No. They. I mean, they scored like throughout the game. Yeah. Hmm. It was like third quarter. Like at halftime, it was what 26, 13. Yeah. Wow. It was a game. <laughs> I, I'm assuming that Georgia, like, didn't – maybe they didn't play everyone or something. I have no idea. But maybe. that's literally the best game that anyone has played against Georgia outside of Alabama in the past, like, two years. Yeah. Dude, Statavius Bennett, whatever you want to call him there. <laughs> Statavius. <laughs> yeah, there you go. My homie. Fucking loves Cutson Bennett. 270 so... yards, zero TDs, one interception. Mm. Is he falling off? Maybe. Is Stetson now the worst QB in, in the country? <laughs> Maybe. Not an overreaction. Never. <laughs> I would never. Um, Texas Tech. Texas is not back. Not no. back. Officially. Poor Texas, man. Uh, I do feel bad for Texas fans because you're just like. I, I mean, want to be back so bad. but they're You're just hoping for not. everything. Every year it's something. This year it's Quinn Ewers. He goes down. I don't, was he back yesterday? Or did they play their no. backup? It was hurt or hurt, whatever his name is. Right? Card, card. Um, Hudson. Yeah, to go from like playing with Bama for four quarters to then losing to your rival like the next week is tough, tough. real tough. Um, also, Cincinnati beat the shit out of Indiana. Indiana is bad. Um, since he's still good though, good for Cincy. I can root for Cincy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. USC squeaked it out versus Oregon State 17 mm-hmm. 14. Fighting Lincoln Riley's Bama Vanderbilt barn burner 55 to 3. Yeah, Jesus. How is Vanderbilt in the SEC? What is, I mean, listen, I know they're very good at baseball, crazy man. Um, they're sometimes okay at basketball, but football, they just can't compete. 
it's it's a great school like right outside of Nashville. It's very cool, but um yeah, I mean they got to figure something else out. Yeah. Also Purdue who was supposed to be like a contender in the West with Aiden O'Connell, 28-26 over FAU. They have struggled this year already. Um, didn't they lose last week to yeah. uh they lost uh, to Danny Villari. Right. Jerkish, yeah. Yeah, I don't um, think uh, Aiden O'Connell's been playing. I don't know if he's injured or what. Oh, really? Did yeah, they hurt? played uh, Austin Burton at QB okay. instead. Hmm. Interesting. wonder if he has any relation to Tim Burton. <laughs> Ted? Ted Burton? Did you say Tim? Yeah. Is it Tim Burton or Ted Burton? It definitely is Ted Burton. He's a good friend of ours and a baseball player, but um, I'll let him oh, know. No, no, no. I meant that. Tim Burton. Then I'm No, I did mean Tim Burton. <laughs> you know who that is, right? Nightmare Before Christmas? Yeah, like the movie guy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Big movie guy. Yeah. But now we have I two Burtons you might guy. be related to. Maybe Tim and Ted are related. Shout out to Ted Burton and Jimmy Overtop, just like, again. And um, Brandon Lawrence. And Brandon Lawrence. Um yeah, I mean they come stop by the uh, the Vincent tailgate Boyd. every day. I love them. I love them. They're the best. Uh, shout out to Tristan Bounds rocking the Joe Nose shirt. Joey V. Um, that was fire. That was fire. <clears throat> good dude. Really good dude. Um, a lot of good dudes in Michigan athletics. Just just yeah. good people. Good people all around. Also, um, hey, shout out Michigan volleyball swept. Number nine, Penn State, yesterday. Holy shit. Yeah. like Don't they have a maze out against Ohio State this week? I believe on Wednesday, maze out. Um, so, that's a big deal. Should we uh, uh, play back that one? Ooh, we could definitely do that. What time is it? Seven o'clock, I think? Seven o'clock, that probably. We definitely should do that. Yeah, I'm down. Um, the last thing I'll say here is Iowa beat Rutgers 27-10. That's got to be the most points that they've scored. In Does Iowa have time. an offense now? Um, no. <laughs> no. It literally is the most points that they've scored this season is 27. Wow. They won 7-3, to three, then lost 10-7, to seven, won 27 to nothing, and won 27-10. to 10. Hmm. So, um, I'm, I'm curious to see what goes on uh, what goes on next week with Michigan-Iowa. That fuck, I forget that's next week. Yeah. Um it's a noon game, thankfully. Mm-hmm. But uh but yeah, I'm I'll be very interested to see to see how JJ and this offense do because they're not gonna be able to run the ball like they did, probably. Um so we'll find out. Yeah. What's the passing record for Michigan? Like in a season, yards. Um, I don't know. You think I just have that like off the top of my head? I don't know, like three thousand, something like that. Think, yeah. Just trying to think where JJ's at now and if he's got a chance to. uh... Chad Henney. What's the number? Um, It had his career yards up there. I want to see in a season. Single game, single season. Chad Henney has pretty much every passing record at Michigan. Yeah. 
Oh, single season. It's John Navarre. My man. 3,331. Okay. Number two, Shea Patterson. Interesting. Then wonder JB if JJ Rodgers. can get there. Um, Number 10 is Tom Brady. What's he at? How many yards does he have so far? JK? Yeah. I mean, the thing is that he's played a half. Right. He's like only had one true full game. Um, He's got 693 so far. So he's a little bit behind, behind the eight ball. Yeah, I I mean, he's putting up good numbers still. Like, obviously, yeah. he didn't have a flawless game, but his numbers are still good. Mm-hmm. Like I said, he's just not going to uh, – he's not going to complete 80% of his passes, but he'll be fine. He'll be fine. So, all right, well, we'll have another podcast here coming up this week, and uh, we'll break down the Iowa matchup. Very excited for that. Um, you can follow us at Blue by 90 on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Blue by 90 Podcast on YouTube, and BlueBy90.com. We appreciate you. Go Blue. Go Blue. Go Blue.